Our team provides the highest level of service possible to create a seamless real estate experience. Whether you're looking to buy or sell, we have a plan for that. Our success comes down to two things. Systems and teamwork. Our innovative marketing systems sell homes faster and for more money. We proactively find homes for our buyers before they even hit the market. Contact us now for a free home evaluation. Your home. Our passion. All right. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. We have some exciting guests with us today. Yay. So John Lynch, first time on the podcast. (laughs) All right. You ready for this? Yes. Uh. (laughs) Too late. It's a podcast. You have to talk. (laughs) There's no visuals. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And Nathan Grajeda is back. Welcome. We're gonna um, oops, I mean, happy to be here. Talk, talk. <laughs> Everyone will remember him from his sandwich description. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 25 minutes on the yeah. podcast describing a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And, it was and this isn't how I would actually describe it, but we're going to do it for this podcast. Hey, we had sandwiches today. Where were you? You could have a free sandwich. They're upstairs. He in the can't, fridge. It's, they're not gluten-free, oh. so he might have some salad. You could have the stuff in the sandwich, though. Yeah, that's right. Just Tricky. dig this stuff out. That's right. That meat and cheese, bring it on, baby. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. For topics today, we're going to talk about four key real estate terms that everybody must know. So first term, earnest money. Who wants to talk about earnest money? The money you're using to hold your money or to hold your spot to buy the house. So it's earnest money. Yep. Or good faith money. Good yep. faith money. Yep, it's basically good faith money that uh, a buyer puts down for a seller to be like, I'm serious, I'm not just going to run away. That's what and happens if they bail on you. Well, if they don't have any contingencies, their earnest money might be in jeopardy. But if they have contingencies, then you would get your earnest money back. Yeah, typically. And I, I like to explain the earnest money in a pretty simple guy say, What's your down payment amount? And if they say, you know, okay, I'm bringing 10%, I say, great. So an earnest money check is typically, and typically means, you know, typically is with always with bunny ears in the real estate. <laughs> right. Quotes. Yeah, mm. with quotes there. Um, but it's a, a check of 1% to 3% of the purchase price that you send upon offer acceptance within typically three to five days. Um, and usually sooner the, <laughs> the better in, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's part of your down payment. So if you bring in 10% and you send a 2% down payment or earnest money check rather, at closing, you're only bringing 8% now. So it's not an additional funds, no separate money. It's part of your down payment itself. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was just trying to think in 25 years, I can think of one person that has lost their earnest money. Can you think of any others, Matt? Oh, you have the best one. I don't think so, but that you probably have the best one. Yeah, this particular person, we went all the way through the transaction and we had no contingencies left. We were basically ready to close. And then his family convinced him he should open a deli. Up north somewhere. Yeah. and wow. Was it any good? A good deli? <laughs> <laughs> I never actually went to the deli. But yeah, he opted to open a deli and lose his earnest money. Hmm. No. So, and <laughs> he was like, am I going to lose my earnest money? And I'm like, Yep. Because <laughs> huh. a lot of times you have contingencies or there's, you know, something's wrong with the house or da 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 da. This was just literally him being like, I don't change my mind. I'm going to open a deli. What? <laughs> if he could afford to lose it, I guess. I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't know that he could afford to lose it. It's but a lot the, of lunch s- meat. the seller was like, had, I mean, they had everything lined up where they were going and everything, you know, and oh. they were. Not happy. If there's earnest money, is there often uh, contingencies on the offer too so that you can get your money back if the house is actually not so great? Yeah, it'd be the inspe- it could be inspection, could be financing, could be... Is it typical whatever. that they go together though? Yeah. Like it's not typical to have like earnest money, but no, you know, as is or whatever. You can have as is with earnest money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could have a contingency for your offer with earnest money and then you but just wouldn't get it free, back. Yeah. Because there's nothing that would get that money back to the buyer. There's no contingencies to get it back. Yep. So earnest money can be confusing for buyers sometimes because they, some people, I've had people think that they just are like donating it and giving it to the seller. And while the seller would be happy to take your money, they actually get that money back to put towards their down payment. Or if they are doing like a VA loan where they are putting no money down, they could actually just get the check back. So, not a bad thing. 
All right, next important term. It's kind of a tricky one. Binding acceptance. Boom, boom, boom. When the person that is accepting the other person's offer sends it back to the, say, the buyer that is buying the house, they get the email from, or anyway, it's delivered back to the person that originally made the offer that is the binding acceptance at that point. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of binding acceptance, do you guys know what today is? May the 4th. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sorry. I've, I've seen that twice today. There's only six Star Wars films. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> no, I'm being a... a Let's see. I'm One, being three, a... I'm four, wait. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve... <laughs> 13, it starts 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Do the new ones count though? No. I don't know. I'm just kind of, there's like everything from like Mandalorian and Boba Fett and the shoot offs, branch offs. That's all part of the extended universe. Oh, yeah, I don't get <laughs> the it. The extended universe. IMO, but I don't know. Well, which ones aren't real to you? <coughs> to me, the only ones that's real are the first three. My, my, my opinion is I, I'm but a man. I've, <laughs> I have a smile. It's one person's opinion. But I mean, uh, for me, Star Wars is is like it's a Phantom Menace. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> through through, oh. through one second, through Revenge of the Sith. Sorry, sorry, through Return of the Jedi. Those six, that's it. Okay, you what do you mean? Boo! You don't I'm like the seventies films? No. You don't like Mark? No, Hamill? I'm just going the originals, the original Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. are part of the uh, those are Empire part of the Strikes six. Back. Yes, and Return of the. That's it. With Empire being arguably the best Star Wars film. Maybe period. Is that the one? Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Is that the one with the winter scene? Number two of the original trilogy, yes. Hoth. Yeah. I agree, <laughs> I'd agree with that. I agree with that. But anyway. The new ones are horrible. <laughs> yes. All right. But I you know. still watch them. I tried. I, I fell asleep in the, in the seventh <laughs> movie, and I was like, I, I really tried, because I was like, okay, everyone's hated on it, What's and I'm like, I'm going to go in with the pr- attitude of like, no, let's give them a chance. These are going to be the best ever. I can't wait. And there what was, was some. The, that, what's the seventh one? Which one's that? I, one, two, three. The one with the ball droid. <laughs> oh yeah, that little thing yeah. That our kid up. got one of those for ball free. droids we for free. We won it from Subway for oh, being yeah, Subway. VIP Subway clients. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Got to have goals, guys. So you so haven't seen the eighth or the ninth one? What's the eighth and ninth? The no. ones that came out in the past couple of years. Although all no. my fam, like my it's my like family, is all still fans of everything, so they they tell me about all that Mandalorian and blah blah blah. This is funny how they added back in the day. It was just called Star Wars, but it's actually Star Wars and New Hope. Right? Yeah. They're like, uh, gonna oh, have to fix this. That. And oh, with binding and acceptance. Hope. Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> and bring, back. It back. And bring it back. Bring it back. But with binding <laughs> acceptance, it's uh, the way I, I try and explain it, especially to first-time buyers, is binding acceptance means when they have to give us an answer by. If we're writing an offer, the binding acceptance is when they must respond. So either reject the offer, let it expire, and not respond at all. Send a counter offer, uh, maybe with you know different bearing terms, um, or send a rejection. So. So. Do people have to respect binding acceptance? Technically, no, I suppose, because a, a seller can always, ex- if you write an offer and let's say, we, let's say, hey, John, how's it going, John? <laughs> it's going good. So I'm your realtor, right? Okay. In this scenario, and you're buying a $100,000 property, right? Okay. <clears throat> Just for an example. And you know what? We're going to write them a binding acceptance of 24 hours. So tomorrow, they got it by tomorrow end of day. They have to. That's when we're writing binding. So we'll get an answer. Let's say, boom, oh, it's tomorrow. Oh, it's the next day after that. It expired. Now you're looking at a whole other house. But guess what? I got an email. The email comes in and it says, hey, counter offer to the house we offered on two days ago. And you tell me, you say, hey, Nathan, didn't that offer expire? And I say, yes. But in this counter offer, they're making reference to the offer you made. And this counter offer it says it's same terms except for they hated that closing date. Turns out the other offer wasn't good, and now this has a whole new date on it with a binding acceptance of tomorrow. But now the ball's in your court, so it can work out that way. And now that's a living, breathing contract where you to sign that because it's going to have both the seller and buyer's co- signatures on it. And now, now it's a deal. What if he doesn't want it? What if he wants to go buy another house? Then you totally can, and you can just let that expire, or you can reject it, or you could counter back at them and be like, "No, I want the, <laughs> I want the original yep. terms." It's really more on the seller to respond within that time period. If they don't, then the buyer can. Yeah, that's the seller's biggest risk. Is like, do they want to play the game of screwing around with binding acceptance and letting it lapse? Because that buyer at that point can then be like, "Psych, I found something else. See ya." I, I want an offer. Reason that that was how I got one of my recent AOs was because we did the binding 
pretty much they they said they were going to be reviewing on you know X date, but the seller reserves the right to <laughs> to accept an offer prior to that. And so we sent. I was like, hey, because they were they were willing to do a really good offer because they had had several offers not go through. So my clients were like, we want this house. So I'm like, okay, great. Let's write your highest and best offer and let's send them 24 hours and you know see what happens. And of course, what, why did why, why do that? Well, at least my logic was send them the highest and best offer anyway because they're gonna get it if <laughs> if we wait around till the end of the day anyway, mm-hmm. and they're not gonna accept an offer that's not super good prior to that because of the what ifs. But if it's really really good. They might just then do they it. they might go, because that's a bird in the hand, and that's worth yeah, two in the bush. So, mm-hmm. And it worked. Exactly. can definitely be importante. It works. See. All right. Next. Closing date. What is the closing date? Seems self-explanatory, but. The day you're going to be closing on the house and handing over the keys, mm-hmm. and everything gets handled then. Uh Occasionally, the seller can stay in the house, but then they're renting it back from you if you're buying the house. Mm-hmm. I was waiting to set you up on that one. Yeah. <laughs> See, he's ahead of you. He got ahead of it. He's all ahead of you. Post yeah. But yeah, closing date can be important, and some there can be all kinds of different factors that can affect the closing date. The lender might not get something done. There might be moving truck people, like... We've shown up for final walkthroughs and all the seller's stuff is there and they say, oh, the mover messed up. They're not going to be able to get me out till this weekend. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, can you still close if the buyer and seller come to agreement at that time? Or is that... Be the same as post-occupancy. So you could, yep. there could be a financial benefit to the seller so that's short-term or not. Okay. Yep. Pretty much... Like we negotiate all the time. Something goes wrong, we negotiate. Okay. So realtors are kind of fixer negotiators. So when those things happen. All right. So term of the week in our fourth uh, real estate term, subject to inspection. Inspections are an interesting one in this market. Yeah, they're really hard to find. Yeah, I know. John <laughs> wants to go and mentor an inspection, and he's like, there aren't any in <laughs> no any of the offers. <laughs> well, that's because they're not getting accepted with inspections right now, but, I mean, the market will flip at some point, and there'll be some more inspections. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, even sometimes where it's like just that some sellers, ha- they know that they're going to get so many offers in at, that at the end of the day, they really can. They're in the driver's seat. I mean, they know, like, so hard (laughs) very fundamentally in the driver's seat so we so even when you're writing an offer where it has an inspection contingency and you're saying hey okay we're going to give cumulative forgiveness of 10 i wrote one with ten thousand dollar forgiveness on a house on like a viridian home that was built in like 2016 (laughs) yeah (laughs) where it's like there's no way this is going to be over that however we lost just because of that, because there was another offer that was the same, same thing, and it was significantly over over the over the list price. So, as a buyer agent, what can you advise your sellers to do regarding inspection as part of the contract? Just Besides, not to. I I like I I always mention to even at like a pre list. I to all my sellers, I'm like, it might be worth it. When was the last time you had an inspection? When did you purchase? And we kind of look at that. And just say, hey, it's probably worth it just to get an inspection report because in the, at least in, in my experience when I'm working with different clients, when there is a document attached to a property, that, especially if it's like on the MLS it, of a prior, you know, inspection that was done, especially in the, within like a year usually, um, m- many, many more buyers are, are co- more comfortable saying, okay, let's, we can either waive that inspection or not make a contingent on an inspection, you know, due to that because they feel a lot more secure. Have you had anybody do a post-closing inspection? Yeah, I have I have one coming up actually. <laughs> actually. There you go. Here's your inspection. Okay. Yeah, we, we close in <laughs> we close in June, and so yeah, you're, you're you're more than welcome next month. Yeah. So they're gonna do inspection after closing. Yeah, they're doing an inspection after closing. That's a good uh, idea. They because they're like we really wanted. Um, she wanted her, they they really wanted the because in essence they're they're buying it for for a loved one, but they, in essence that loved one it's their first home, so they're like they want them to be more knowledgeable about homes, about the houses specifically, and just to kind of know what to look for, whether that's their long term home or not. So, um, to like oh, just it's indispensable. She's like it's worth every penny for the for her to you yeah. know as a as a first time homeowner to 
go with an inspector. Peace of mind. Uh-huh, and have the few hours to go around the house. Because they learn so much at the inspection, too. I mean, if you're a first-time home buyer, they're talking about furnace filters and which way they go in and all of the stuff yeah. that a lot of people are like, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Which way is the furnace filter going? The way the arrows point. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's not an arrow printed on the furnace? You Push it in and hope for a little... You Google it. Yeah. <laughs> let's just suck a whole bunch of stuff through. <laughs> right? No. All right. No. Good, good but stuff. Inspections, I mean, they, uh, oh, sorry. We, are, Go ahead. No, I was yeah. just going to say, they can also like verifiably, uh, you can understand why sellers don't or why not don't, but why it's easier for them to accept an offer with that one. And not because I think a lot of people are like, oh, not a lot, but sometimes you get the sentiment. It's like, oh, what are they hiding? Or they they don't want an inspection because there's an issue with the property where it's like, oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. So but more they just don't want the... They don't deal with the hassle. Yeah. If, if the unknown. Right. And first off, no property is perfect. There's usually some cosmetic or some... Like, Always there's yeah, something. There's, I mean, uh, right. the inspector's going to find something. Right. No Even brand new, they'll find something. Yeah. So, um, but I think luckily I've only had, I think one inspection actually blow up a deal ever so that's a good thing yeah i mean i've written all the fun things that agents in this market don't have to deal with and that much having an inspection and writing three-page inspection amendments and but i think negotiating all of that stuff you have to deal with writing yeah you have to deal with other things instead of that so if it's not this it's that right this or that exactly this or that the best we can that's right all right, we were going to play the two truths and a lie game. I got to lie. This is not one of my favorite games. <laughs> okay, sweet. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, it's so hard to tell a lie. Are, are we prepared? Does anybody need to be prepared or are you ready? It took me an hour, but I got it. You ready? Well, do you want to start, Matt? Um, do I? Oh, okay. Um, Talk into the mic. <laughs> first concert was John Denver. I once had the brakes go out of my go-kart and I had to drive down the highway, major highway, until the gas ran out. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Or hit for the cycle in baseball. You, what was the baseball one? Hit for, a, hit for the cycle in baseball in high school. What's that mean? The cycle. Uh, single, double, triple home run. Hmm. Oh. You didn't do that. That's huh? A, that's a bunch of BS. You huh? know, it was like MVP and... <laughs> you went to state in baseball. Third team, all state. Mm-hmm. Don't believe it. Dang. I don't believe it. I'll go with the baseball one. That seems a little too what much. Go kart. You guys are picking the go kart. Nah, I don't. I believe the go kart happened because you were so like telling details. You're like, mm-hmm. this thing happened. I <laughs> I want to hear more about the go kart story. <laughs> what was your first thing so again? John Denver. John De- oh John yeah, Denver. John Denver. Um, so I the go kart. Like the go kart thing was it had brakes so it was like a racing go-kart it was set like this far off the ground so it's true so you're saying <laughs> it's true it had, well he well everybody's busting me already <laughs> so it had a six horse engine on this this thing went 40 miles an hour 50 miles an hour oh yeah and it had clamps that went over the disc brake and it got wet like i went through a puddle and it wasn't catching the brake and it oh, wasn't going no. so i came out of my parents driveway which leads to highway 18 a major highway and i couldn't stop so i just kept going because it would the idle on it would stuck too when i hit the water <laughs> The I, it, even if I took my foot off the gas, it wouldn't just roll in. Yeah. Oh man. So taking a, 90, a, a turn from Highway 18 to Highway A wow. at 30 miles an hour on a go kart was a little scary. <laughs> what did you? How did it end? I mean, I ran out of gas. Right, I kept doing. I got down. So I came. My parents' farm is a mile from their house. Okay. Came out of the woods, went down Highway 18, turned right on Highway A. Got to my parent, my dad's barn, and just kept doing circles in the driveway. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so you made it home. Okay, that's it. Wow. And I'm still here. Yeah, good job. So, did, is it John yes. Denver? The John Denver is alive. No. It's his second no. concert. It's the cycle. Yeah, he didn't oh. hit the cycle. First, first uh, concert was John Denver. Yeah, that's funny. Called it. All right. What do I win? <laughs> Golf clap. Wow. All right. That's so baseball clap. Um, number one, uh, Bill Crooker on our team used to be my tenant. Number two, Sarah Gross on our team was my first virtual assistant. Or three, my dad, Rod, used to be the Wisconsin State Treasurer. I know this one. I'm going to guess, guess the Sarah Gross you is can't, the lie. You can't guess. Uh, can I guess? Yeah. Oh, well, hmm. I, I know one of these for sure. Mm-hmm. Which one? I'm going to guess Sarah Gross was a lie. 
That's the one I know is true. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys guessing? Now? Well, I know. I mean, that wasn't the one I knew was true. The last one is the one I, I, I knew is true. I think, at least. It seems. Or maybe it's, that's not the position he was. Dang it. It's uh, Yeah, it could have been something else. It uh, seems pretty plausible. I know. He told me about his Kanye West uh, thing affiliation the other day. Mm, I don't even know about that. He's affiliated with 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 you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hold on. We'll say we'll do Jen's thing, and then I'll I'll tell you the Rogers story because it's uh, worth sharing. Oh, I want to know. Okay, what are you guys guessing? Okay, what was the other two then? Okay, either Rogers the treasurer. Yep. So Crooker used to be my tenant. Sarah or Raj used to be the state treasurer in Wisconsin. Okay, then I will say it's Raj. This is not. This was not the treasurer. I believe that he was. The state. Wait, the state treasurer. <laughs> Wait, that's a pretty important position, right? Yeah, it's a pretty Wait, important guy. Wasn't he a Sounds realtor? Important. This is a long time he ago. He's super into politics. He was, he, super. he was he was a head guy for somebody who ran for president and won for the whole state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Reagan. Yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah. Ronald, right? Yeah. Ron. <laughs> Ron to me. Ronald Ron? to you. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Our dog? <laughs> All right. What's your guess, John? Uh, Sarah is your digital assistant. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, Sarah was my digital virtual assistant. She was a past client, and she became my first virtual Bill assistant. Bill was one of our tenants. Yeah, Bill was one of our tenants. And Raj did run for state treasurer, but he did not get elected. Okay. Yep. Uh, All right. Dang. Now you know. <laughs> we need to listen to the Raj story. Okay, yeah. so oh, yeah. uh, I had to... I had to go to Roger for tech support last week. <laughs> First of all, that's funny. You yeah. were asking him for tech support? Yeah. Oh, my. You yeah. Why, though. Trouble. Well, the reason why is because one of our clients um, took their own photos. They didn't want photographers in their, in their home, and they gave us the photos on a DVD. And <laughs> nobody in the office has a DVD player other than Roger <laughs> on his computer. So I, so I found I, mine though, my external. I had to go. I had to go consult Roger for uh, for tech support. And while I was sitting there working with him on the DVD thing, he was telling me about how he, you know, uh, the electoral college. You don't vote for, you know, when you vote for president, you don't vote for the president, you vote for the electoral, electoral college, and then they go. Anyhow, he was nominated to be the representative for Kanye West yeah. for yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, the last election. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. Which is awesome. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. But oh, that's uh, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you they're going, Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's always been involved in politics. I think it was probably 80, was it 84. Yes. Anyway, he went to wow. Texas and he, the, he was at the front, on the front of the Wisconsin State Journal with a big Wisconsin cowboy hat. And so what do you wear for Kanye? <laughs> I don't know. For Kanye, they actually got Some him chains. and three chains. other guys sleeping <laughs> at the, oh at the thing. Because it was really, really long. And yeah. yeah. But anyway. Anyhow, Kanye didn't file the proper paperwork, so they never even got to that. He never he was not on the, he wasn't on the ballot. But yeah. Funny, though. That's funny. Yeah. I was like, really? Funny. Okay. <laughs> See, he's pretty hip. Somebody yeah. was willing. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Anyway, no, I was going for Kanye. But all right, what about you? Uh, once, when I was a younger teenager, we were flying down the road, and our right tire started rolling down the street in front of us. <laughs> the second thing is, I've never lost my license. Mm -hmm. And the third is, I got pulled over with a tree hanging out my sunroof. Definitely the second one. That's the lie. What's the second one? He never he never lost his license. Why is I, that a I lie? I have to go with the first one. Just just because he told a story about like you know something crazy with, with wheels. So I'm like I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. Oh, because Matt also had a story with wheels. I mean, they could have totally both had it. Uh, sure, yeah, I, yeah. but that's the one I'm saying. I'm yeah. gonna say the tree one just to be different. Okay. I, I think it's no, it's the license one. Or right, well, Jen, what's your opinion? He's never lost his license. Well, because his so other he one his sounds yeah. like he gets pulled over some. So I would go with that. You maybe lost your license. I I say that's a lie only because it had the least amount of detail. I have lost my license yeah. once, and I didn't realize it. 
it was a court error, but I was driving over two years without a license until I got pulled over. Uh, and then you got cuffed and so stuff. So you had a bench warrant? Yeah. Uh, I actually, <laughs> yeah. It's actually pretty funny. The uh, sheriff pulled me over. He goes, this is, it was like two o'clock in the morning. I was headed towards Starbucks to go to work. And he goes, I'm just pulling you over to let you know your brake light's out. License, registration, I'll run them and I'll bring you back a warning. He comes back and he goes, well, I got some bad news. Your license has been expired for two years. Did he pull a gun on you? No, he was really nice. He actually, I go, I really need to get to work. So he let me park in the parking lot near where he pulled me over and blue-lighted me to work and pulled me out of the back of the cop car to go to work that morning. And he filled out my uh, (laughs) citation in the Starbucks uh, lobby. That's awesome. Wow. I think I got pulled over once Did you give him coffee? Yeah. Yeah. And a donut? I... We didn't have donuts at the time, but <laughs> I wish we had. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> oh, funny. I, the, I got pulled over once driving back from uh, school to my parents' house at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Car comes flying up behind me, so I was in my Camaro, so of course I accelerated. <laughs> and, then the light, and then the lights turned on. <laughs> what? <laughs> and she pulled me over and she said, uh, Fancy um, car there. For speeding and... I'm like, well, there was a car flying up behind me, so I was just making sure I was getting out of the way. <laughs> nice. So she didn't give me a warning. She said, go ahead, go home. <laughs> like, All right, nice. see ya. That is awesome. I was scared of this car behind me. <laughs> you and your teal Camaro, I'm sure she didn't was think you drove, drove fast teal at Camaro. all. Teal Camaro, this is back in the 90s. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs a teal Camaro. No. A Pontiac Firebird. I, I, yeah. always, I always wanted to restore one of those. Like a 70s, late 70s, early old 80s. School Firebird. With the yeah, big with the old big bird, bird on, the front. on the front. The ones that feel like you're in a Batmobile when yeah. you drive yeah. the doors are so steel. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I got to drive an 84 Trans Am. Yeah. Uh, he, one of the fathers of my uh, sister's uh, friends had a Trans Am, and his daughter got stood up for prom. And part of the deal was I got to take his Camaro out for, or his uh, Trans Am out for a drive. I thought you were going to say did that you had to take, take her, her to prom. Did you take her to prom? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. In you the like Trans Am? Not in the Trans Am. She did a limo for her prom. But they got, they paid for me to go to Ruth Chris, by the way, one of the best nice. stakes ever. And then, yeah, it was awesome. The Trans Am was just so powerful. I had somebody rent my Camaro for their prom a couple oh. years after I left high school. Wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if anybody needs to know, we do have a Camaro if you want to rent it. It's not teal, though. Sweet. And it's way up north. <laughs> you have to go get it. Actually, you could buy it. That'd be better. Yeah, Matt, w- Matt wants to sell the Camaro. Is That's it an old one or a new one? 95. 95. Convertible Z28. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's fast. It's Yeah, it's fast. Step on the gas and you feel it. It throws you back in the seat a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you can get up the on-ramp in about six seconds. Not that Jen's timed it ever. Mm-hmm. Six I speed or... Automatic. It's an automatic. Uh, you know. That's so I could actually drive it. Yeah. Automatic's way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the new ones have the pedal shifts, like on the Camaro. On the Corvette. Yeah. Camaro might have them too, but the Corvette has them. Yeah. It's, a, it's not in a stick uh, six speed, but it's actually paddles on the. And I think you could do automatic. Like my it's truck a tectronic has shifting or whatever. Yeah, my truck, my F one fifty has that. You can drive it manual or automatic. There's a shifter button on the side of the. If it doesn't have a clutch, it's not manual. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, here we go. All right, here's, hit it. Here's the three. I once played the lead in a production of It's a Wonderful Life. False. <laughs> I can solve a Rubik's Cube in two minutes or less. I believe I that. Believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I once <laughs> fooled Bill Nye the Science Guy with several magic tricks. Lie. I think you did that. I, I think, think it's the first one. It's the first one. Nah, he didn't fool. Any guesses? He didn't fool Bill Nye. You fooled. You did not fool Bill. Bill Nye. Nye's too smart. He's a science guy. He can't. He's not a magic guy. Yeah, but he would know the science. But science is a magic. <laughs> They're to- totally different types. How would you randomly meet? It him wasn't though? like. <laughs> wait. <Luke. laughs> <laughs> so that one's true. <laughs> Dang. All right. So. All right. Fine. Yeah. It, it was. It was the first one. So yeah. I. It, ah! While I was it, I. I did not play the lead. I played the brother. And it's a wonderful life. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. but for the <laughs> Bill Nye thing, that was. I, I would say, yeah. We. He was at the Magic Castle in Hollywood, and I was doing magic, and he came downstairs, and we. It was like a real close up, like, like, like six people. Him, his date for the night, and then like, which was two of us performing, me and my friend Daniel. Um, 
so yeah, and and yeah, he was really really blown away, genuinely, and he was like, you know, he had a great time. We got to like be like, eh. it was, this was like a while ago, so not everyone we didn't have like. Well, I was right next to you at the holiday party, and I still don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if if I were to like get Bill Nye in a room, be like, oh, and just him, and I'm sure right. he'd be able to probably figure. You know what I mean? No, he wouldn't it figure it out. Uh, were there cocktails? <laughs> uh, oh yeah. <laughs> then no, he wouldn't be able to figure it out. <laughs> we didn't we didn't have cocktails though at the time we were we were underage. But you're so allowed you to perform. Cocktails? You're allowed to perform under 21 at at, at gymnastic clubs when you're under the like performance rules. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right, it's you, nice. Jacob. Why? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you. I'll give you an option. Do you want me to tell truths and lies about cars or celebrities? Both. Cars. Both. Co- yeah. All right, cars. All right. Um, I. Once was in a rollover accident and I had to crawl out of an upside down car. Um, I used to have a Mustang convertible. True. And I was driving and one time I had to stop because there was literally a two-story house in the middle of the road. True. First one's false. Oh, snap. I'm an idiot. That was only two, right? I told all truths. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you were drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I screwed up. I want to hear more about the building in the middle of the... Oh, my God. Yeah, you got to tell us. Yeah, that's... that's I was driving down University Avenue at like two in the morning one night, and I had to stop because I was like, what's going on? Because there was a house a two-story house in the middle of the road. They were, like, moving it. It was, like, a oh, historical yeah. building or something. And yeah, they moved them in the middle of the night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that it was insane. I was like, am I seeing what I think I'm there was seeing? Two in the morning, was, what were, were you doing? From, uh, uh, I plead the fifth on that. But <laughs> <laughs> They were moving them from uh, that area off of Johnson Street. There was one I remember yeah. hearing about. It was, like, a major thing that they were doing because they had it in the paper and the whole deal. Oh, well, I came oh, across that. The paper. I didn't have to read the paper. I saw it. Who do you think tipped <laughs> off the press? I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Darn, I screwed up that game. Oh, well, you could do it, make it up with the music one. Yeah, let's do the... Or the celebrity yeah. thing. Oh, celebrities, yeah. All right. I once ran into Daniel Radcliffe in London. Who's that? Oh, whoa. I... Dan, he's Harry Potter. Okay. Did you? Re- wow. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, I Just once, wow. I, I don't know anybody current now either. So I, I once ran into Justin Bieber in L.A. Uh, and I once ran into Kevin Hart in Madison. I'm gonna say two. It's false. I, I don't know if you see, are you the Kevin Hart kind of. Mm, you know, like I'm gonna go with the Kevin Hart's. The that's the. That's the that's that's the lie. Kevin Hart's the lie. I don't know. Did did you go to Hogwarts? Uh, <laughs> no, it was in the. You're a graduate of. It was oh, in the. It was in the streets of London. It wasn't. I wanted to go to that Hogwarts place, but no, I haven't been there. Is so that that's what you're talking about. Uh, he was ill his whole honeymoon. I'm gonna stick with two. I think it's two. All right, two. What was what was two? Justin, Justin, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to stick with what is that? I said the first. Da- Daniel there. Radcliffe, Justin Bieber, or Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's true. I'm going to say number one's false. I'm going with number one. Daniel Radcliffe mm-hmm. in London. All right. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I did not see Daniel Radcliffe in London. Okay. So I was trying to remember where your honeymoon was. And I remember that you got but sent home on your honeymoon right away because you got something later. Yeah. I have been to London a few times, but um, I did not see Daniel Radcliffe. But I did see Kevin Hart in Madison That's once. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. I, was, I, was, um, I used to live right next to James Madison Park. And I was walking out there at like 7 in the morning because I was dropping Anna off to – she was going to go to school. She's a teacher. And I said bye. And then I walked back to the place – and then I hear this huge huffing and puffing, this giant guy just, <laughs> and then this like gigantic man runs past me. And then behind that, I just hear this, wait, 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 wait. And it was like, I was like, that, who's doing a Kevin Hart impersonation at seven in the morning, like in the middle of this park? And then I was like, 
oh yeah, he did like a, he had a show last night at like the <laughs> Kohl's Center. And I turn around. He's and, short, isn't he? Yeah. Really short. And, and like, he's like jogging and like his wife or fiance or whoever was like way, like way behind. And he was telling his bodyguard to slow down. And, <laughs> and that's what he was They're afraid of you. Yeah. So I, I was like, I was like, oh, I know that voice. And he's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and like he jogged past that was me. A good impression. Yeah. It was. Yeah. And then he was like, he was like going to go down the wrong path. It would have been a dead end. And I had to like redirect him. Like, don't go that way. Go this way. And his bodyguard beat you up. No. Yeah, then he's, they said, oh, thanks. And they went away. <laughs> off they went. The yeah. Off they went. So, nice. yeah. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I heard a little rumor that uh, John does some mean Barbie <gasps> voices. Oh, Barbie oh, can we do a karaoke aqua <laughs> oh lord oh, oh please my god uh <laughs> he's like he loves me right now he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's oh. like this is part of the initiation for new people on the podcast they have to sing songs oh lord and but if you have mad skill hey hiya bobby hiya bobby <laughs> <laughs> Like a bad smoke. All right, let him go. Let him go. (laughs) In a Bobby world, laughing plastic, it's fantastic. It's hard to do it when you don't have all the bass and sound behind (laughs) it. Oh, he can turn it up. (laughs) Oh, I can crank this sucker. Play a lot of things here. Let's go party. Bobby girl, in a Bobby world, laughing plastic, it's fantastic. You can hold your hand, undress me everywhere. My daughter likes it when I sing it. (laughs) My daughter likes it. (laughs) Sure. I mean, you have to make your kids happy. She does like unicorn songs and Barbie girl songs. So, that's a good dad. Yeah. You're willing to perform it. Well done. Well, thank you. You got the full fire hose treatment today. (laughs) What did you sing? I think Dalton sang. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you haven't sung yet. I'm surprised. But he's a singer. No, but I, I, yeah, I don't (laughs) (laughs) want to. Yeah, but I don't want to. He's got himself on Spotify with his own song, so he's, yeah. Can we play that? We'd we'd have to play a song. Play some royalties to get him to perform. It's definitely. I can different. sing Billy Joel songs pretty, pretty. That's what I used to. Oh warm yeah. Up to Which one? I well, I. Oh, it's my song. Thank you for the airtime. Don't sue us. I will. Copyright. Take <laughs> You're not singing. Oh, you want me to sing with? He's singing already. Yeah. What is he sing with himself? Yeah. See, you know the words. You know the words. <laughs> You want to say, we should do Although brilliant. peut-être ça va aller means maybe it'll be okay. Just so you know. I couldn't say that anyway in English. We'll be like, we'll just listen. <laughs> <laughs> but Billy Joel comes down to probably favorite song to sing is Vienna. Because that's just. Which one's Vienna? Yes, but Piano Man is, my, is, is also oh, yeah, great. Because yeah. everyone knows it. So when yeah. you sing that on karaoke, people are like, yeah, okay. Because like, it. Uh, this is Vienna? Oh, yeah, yeah. This might be the one I don't think I've heard. <laughs> A mentor, a mentor used to sing this to me back when I was like, really little. <laughs> like a singing. Slow down, you crazy child. You're so ambitious for a juvenile. But then, if you're so smart, tell me why are you still so afraid? Mm-hmm. Where's the fire? What's the hurry about? You better cool it off before you burn it out. You got so much to do and only so, so many, many hours in the day. But can you sing Barbie? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Amazing. God. Yeah. That's good. Mad skills. <laughs> now like, I'm extra like, embarrassed yeah, by yeah, song yeah, Barbie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Barbie girl. <laughs> he, he is, he is on, his song no. is on Spotify. So we should plug our uh, home remix that you have yeah. with... Uh, you can check out Nathan Grajeda's new hit, Vienna. No. He's under <laughs> the alias Billy Joel. 
I, I would check out, but if, if I will plug, yeah, you can check out my song Dream. It is available on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your music. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So okay. do you sing at every closing or? <laughs> no, I do. I am known for playing pianos at at, uh, at at what I call piano houses, and even some of my clients that look at piano houses, they tell, and I just call them piano. It doesn't matter what price range or where it. It's just if it has a piano in it, I call it a piano house. That's mm-hmm. just what's that place in Middleton called? Um, the one that's underground or under? Oh, Louisiana's. Louisiana's. And one client's like, if we buy, they're like, whenever we buy a house, <laughs> they're like we're getting a piano, and you must come over once a year and play. And I'm like, I I will. And I will. That's <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I know. So, Piano Man, and what's your other? What's the other song? By Billy Joel. Yeah. What, what's the one we were just playing? That Vienna. was that was Vienna. 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 Although longest time too. Oh, me. Yeah, longest yeah. time. That's a little bit faster. We used to. I, I had this group. We used to sing in Virginia, out in front of this, like on Main Street. We used to all uh, and just had kind of like barbershop quartet style. But no, and we weren't all like super trained or anything. But we all knew. But it's know, a nice song for that songs, and we would yeah. yeah. You were crooning. We were crooning, oh, Nat King Cole, bring it on. Dino and... <laughs> you have a boombox holding over your head. No, but there was this, there was this, uh, there was like a German dude who he did like, and full, like he would wear like Lederhosen and, or Bavarian style and he would, and he had a boombox and he would do you know, all sorts of dances and stuff too sometimes. Nice. There was a gazebo over there. I just want to follow you. You seem interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've just known way too many people. <laughs> <and done laughs> just spend a day and follow Nathan. Yeah, I'm like, I'll just follow you around today, Nathan. <laughs> Oh, and man. sing a week yeah. in the life. Yeah, a week in the life. It's it's literally like jug. It feels like juggling. You know, it's like oh, oh, oh with, So with if you're everything. if you're driving down the road, what's your jam? If I'm driving down the road, road trip. And do you sing? I I I do. I I will say, and I think most singers that 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 do sing will will tell you that they they warm up or practice like just because you you don't have time and usually not don't have time but like you know everyone's busy. So it's like, and sometimes if you're at home, it's not always really like, oh, now's the time to be like, ma, 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 you know, you're like, okay, but you do have to do those things. Um, so I, I, yeah, I mean, honestly, I warm up a lot in the car, which I know for voice is not the rest, of, but so yeah. what's the song? Oh, shoot. Um, you usually like either classic rock, nineties, hip hop or rap, R and B. It's a big range <laughs> or, uh, but yeah, no I, country. No, it is. I, I will say it. It's, it's it's never country. Never country. Very rarely techno and house and stuff like electronica. Though I do enjoy some of that. But it's hard to sing the techno. Um, <laughs> jazz. Yeah. Jazz. Like like mm, like like juicy jazz is juicy jazz. Like that's actually a category. Uh, you know, juicy I feel like jazz. jazz, jazz funk. You know, think like Herbie Hancock. Like okay, think okay, Chameleon by Herbie Hancock. Look, if you don't know that, look that up. Chameleon, that's that's some some just sweet juice. Hold, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm a bass player too. Like also, is sing, like as far as like instrumentally. That's so when I look at songs, I really start with with what's the bass saying and what's that vibe, and what's that feel. Mm. Sounds like Rubber Band Man. You can skip into like two or three minutes. Oh, this is a 15 minute, almost 15 16 minute, minute long song. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll just be fading out to this. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> say. And thanks for joining uh, yeah. I know all the words <laughs> to this. Six and a half minutes mm. in, not a single word yet. <laughs> well, yeah, but this instrumental does different. I mean, like if I'm born on the street, we could be listening to Led Zeppelin. I mean, like, you know. What's a, what's a song that would surprise us that you know all the words to? <sighs> Vienna was good enough. I'm like, I'm, it's one of the Billy Joel songs I've never really... What's something that would surprise you that I know all the words to? Man. Rubber Band Man. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't surprise you, but I mean, like, I could go to karaoke night and, and like, you know, what, what do you sing at karaoke night with a bunch of friends? You maybe might, might get up there twice, maybe three times. So I could go through a whole karaoke night and sing French songs. Like, I could, like they're full in French. Like the song from uh, Ratatouille, like I could do that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, I know that. That's probably surprise people. Hmm. La Festine. I don't know how. Where are you karaoke? I think you gotta be the karaoke. L e f e s t i n, karaoke. La Festine. But anyway, I think if you're doing karaoke, you gotta have something that everybody knows. Is this the song? Not the one I recognize. That's Ratatouille main theme by Disney. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) if 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 you were to type in like like YouTube like La La Festine karaoke, I might 
there might be one I could sing to. <clears throat> yeah, but see, this is her singing, so that's different. She's singing a different key. <laughs> What is what is with your where, where does your French fascination come from? My French fascination France. Yeah. Oh Le Mont et Francophile. Uh, sorry, the word is Francophile. But anyway, but no, it's um I think initially it 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 really did just start with like my mom used to speak French because she went to like literally like a French like nun school back in the day in California. Um, and so she used to just like speak random French words here and there. And then obviously it's funny because like mo mo my, my, my heritage is Latinx. So usually like the <laughs> most of my like greater relatives and everyone, they all speak like, you know, my grandparents but like Spanish and all that. Um, but my dad who's fluent, he, they just didn't really speak too much Spanish in the home either or French really. Um, so are you more fluent in French or Spanish? Way more in French. Really? Like, like I, if people are carrying a conversation in Spanish, I can understand a little bit, and I can I can go to like a taqueria and order for myself really well, and like so donde es baño and yeah, he's got the basics. <laughs> but like in but in French, I can Good carry job. a whole conversation. I can translate for you. I've actually in, even in real estate, I've had somebody reach out. I've had a, a client <laughs> who spoke French, so I can oh. I can get around really well in French. But I still don't say I'm fluent, and I think a lot of people that that really are upon the Francais that, that learn French really don't say that you, because fluency is so hard with it specifically um, to be like, Oh, I'm fully fluent. <laughs> um, it's like English where there's slang. Yes. French slang. So that's, it's called the Verlan. Verlan is, is slang. So like, oof, uh, is is slang for foo because it's a re <laughs> it's, not French. It's, it's the same way we switch words around like in English how you'd be like oh bro or yo or what all these little short abbreviations of words or, or all that stuff it's the same way where it's like so foo right mean or foo means like you know foolish or fool like foo right so but you can say oof so you know say oof oof so that's like you know it's like whoa or crazy or that's crazy or like that's fool you know it's like whoa so anyway so they have different different terms or what do you got John. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, languages do you speak, John? Uh, English, like seventy-five percent, <laughs> and then yeah. uh, Spanish, twenty-five. So I got one whole language in. Nice. nice. But I'll say, as far as fluency, when I was in the cooking world, I really wanted to go travel to France and do something over there. And so I, as far as like gaining fluency, I wanted it so I could go to France and do chef stuff over there and be like, you know, fluent. In so for the summer party for the team, you and I are gonna have to get together on the deck and start cooking before everybody gets there. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's you gonna make good. macarons? Macarons. Uh, macarons. Yeah. We have somebody that makes macarons. Yeah, yeah. She, was macarons she was a guest. Macarons are coconut. Macarons are the little cute sandwiches. Cute. Yep. She made the she sandwiches. Made the we want the cute the sandwiches. <laughs> cute <laughs> sandwiches. I, I haven't made the cute little macarons in like I don't know three, four, four. She years brought in samples. In a while. Yeah, Matt's like all about the samples, yeah. and, and I follow her on Instagram, samples. and she's. She's got all kinds, almost lots of she's flavors. From some prairies, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's really. I think I follow. I follow her too, and she's she's really good. We should we should we should plug her. Too. <laughs> sure. The only thing I'm cooking is barbecue on a slow smoker. Yeah. Mm. See, I'll do that. Nathan, do the rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've cooked for the team. You, you'll 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 probably get something. Yeah, at some point. He, he made a fantastic oh. feast for us, and we all just kind of went. We nummy. have to bring two smokers down. Another smoker back from the our old smoker was rotting, so I got rid of it. It was so insane. Rotting, yeah. Rusting or rotting? It, it, both. <laughs> what do you, what do you guys smoke? Brisket, brisket perneals, or what? Pork, sh pork shoulders. How long does it take? Oh, the briskets Forever? are like fifteen hours. <laughs> yeah, and pork shoulders are maybe the last one I did 12. took them thirty hours. <laughs> wow, slow and slow. Mm -hmm. Slow. The only way to do barbecue. We've Have you ever done um? Uh, Strips, beef strips, like um, teriyaki. No. Oh, those are good. Marinate some steak and throw that, slice it, and throw it in the smoker. We found that our favorite thing to do is pernil, because my wife is Puerto Rican, so they make this beautiful pernil that they used to put in the oven. And then one day I was bored drinking, so we started <laughs> to smoke it. And See, everything happens with drinking, yeah. Yes, yeah. but it was fantastic enough where a Puerto Rican food truck, the guy became a friend of ours because of my pernil. Wow. Uh, he tried the smoke wow. pernil and he was like, "How so you do this?" And he actually imitated what's pernil? it. It's amazing. It's a pork shoulder. Okay, all right. With all the Puerto Rican spices, deliciousness, rubbed in it and sat in for 24, 48 hours, and then making me hungry. That's <laughs> so good. It's a lot of smoke. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it it smoked for about eight hours. I actually do steaks on the smoker. 
We've done dry aged, uh, yeah. a dry aged ribeye, and then a full on ribeye. It was fantastic. When are we having your housewarming barbecue there, Jacob? Well, I got to get a grill. Uh, oh, all right. You don't I mean, have a grill yet. You don't have a grill. I don't even have a yard. You don't need a grill to eat. The team's got to come together. What is one of I don't have one? a. I don't have a deck. I don't have a. I don't have a you driveway. Have a you have a garage. I have a garage. He's got. Do they got garage rough grade out there. What is you it? have the openers for now. That's good. Yeah, I have garage Winning. door openers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's called rough grade. Just the dirt, the the racks. The racks. Yeah. You don't have fine grade, is what he's asking. You don't. Have I don't have cement. The fine grade is like the 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 dirt the grass gets planted in. That's fine. Grade. Are you talking about the yard or the? Yes. Oh yeah, uh, I don't know. We don't have landscape. We have a giant hill that needs to be sorted out. It's a big mess, and it's oh, all so they have, that's the rough grade. So they yeah. have to rough or put that all down and put the fine grade on top of that, and then the seed or sod. Yeah, are you doing sod or seed? Uh, the front yard is going to be sod, and the backyard. Did you have to do that? Be seed. Well, we had to do sod in the front. Yeah, yeah. it's a rip off. But we don't really have much of a yard in the front, so it's not a big deal. It's like. The size of the studio. The seed becomes so much better because the sod sometimes doesn't take. Yeah. Mm. So your backyard looks phenomenal. But it's soft and nice in your yard and it I, looks good. Yeah. You got a place for your dog to go to the bathroom on. No, I don't have a dog. Yet. My neighbors do. Your, cat, your, neighbor's your cats dog would love it. Yeah. They'll never, they'll see it from them inside. <laughs> don't you let your cats out? You can put them on a leash. It's quite fun to see. Nah, I'm not. You run, a, run a tie from like the backyard to the. Nah pond or something and have a little tie on the cats our cats uh, i think it's better off having indoor cats never know what outdoor life is like (laughs) because then they always want to go outside and it's kind of like a prison yeah stockholm syndrome that's the (laughs) majority of most cats lives my cats are so mean Mm -hmm. my cats aren't mean i'm sure they are no they're not they just don't tell you well they're mean to each other they're not mean to me see they're just angry angry cats (laughs) cool (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, I think we've expired. We are up, out of time. Hey, if you're looking to buy or sell real estate in South Central Wisconsin, head on over to www.hometeam4letteru.com. Sorry, I was late there. See you next week. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>